episode 72 of Slime City, guys. Ray Moore here, Mr. Mech. What's happening, folks? Rainy, cold, wet, uh, typical New York weather. Yeah, um, as always. Yeah, but I'm not mad at it, as always. Because I dress appropriately, as always, and wear bring a fucking umbrella with me, as always. <laughs> What the right. hell you people are complaining about out here? You know what the weather is like. You have the same weather every year. Like, stop complaining. Well, Tuesday and Wednesday was really hot out of nowhere. That's what I complained about. It was, like, about to be 80 one of those days. And then it just, people complain it was too hot, but then people complain it's too cold. Yeah, it's right. like, it's no, it's no win for I us. I haven't been working out enough for it to be 80 degrees. I can't, I can't show yeah. no skin, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta chill out. Yeah, so we got good. special guests here today. We have uh, Michael Francis, a.k.a. Junior. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going J-N-Y-R. On? Spell it right for the cheap seats, please. Yeah. <laughs> J-N-Y-R. Yes, sir. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk to you a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know if you're a big Marvel fan or anything. I never really got to Marvel much as a kid, but I appreciate it, though. You watch sure. any of the recent movies lately? Uh, no, I haven't really checked out any of the recent movies. Can, can we talk about how good of an answer that was, though? I never yeah. really was in the comic books as a kid. But I appreciate honest. it. That's <laughs> awesome. That's like if I ask you if you're like a boob man or a breast man, yeah. and you're like in the faces, you're like, well, you know, I was never really in the cleavage. I appreciate it, though. When I see the cleavage, I'm kind of here for it. It's not bad. It's not bad. But your butt man, nah, you know, I never really was in the butts. But when she wears it, though... I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to start using that line for everything from yeah. that one. Well, I'm sure you heard, though, that yeah. a lot of people have been raving about Black Panther. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's become probably a culturally defined experience for everybody who's yeah. watching. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but when I, I saw it last Saturday in the snow, because it was snowing like crazy that day, yeah. and um, <clears throat> really, it was just a great movie overall because... It was not just about the typical superhero, Marvel, this and that, or any of that adventure stuff. It was really just about Black Panther and the culture it embraced, the African culture, and also just other cultures overall. Like, like people probably didn't know that um, Lupita is actually Mexican, like half Mexican, something like that. And some people didn't even know that some of the clothing that they have were Filipino, some of the stuff from the bodyguards that they were wearing. So it was very culturally defined, everything. Don't spoil it for me, though. I'm not, no, okay, I'm not okay, going to spoil okay. it for you. It's like, it's a great movie. You won't really be spoiled too much because people, when they write reviews, they just talk about more, how, how it's an impact within everybody yeah. and um, how it leads up to Avengers, of course. But the thing is, it's like, don't expect people to say that there's the last stone of the Avengers thing in this movie because you won't really see it like that. It's the only thing I could say, really. You know, for everybody who's listening, we don't care that we're giving you spoilers. You should have seen it by now. <laughs> we, have, we have absolutely no consideration for you whatsoever. You yep. you I'm going to watch it as soon as I get back to Toronto. Yeah, you, should, you yes. should watch it. I tried to get them to see it here, but they have like this hometown thing. I guess they want to spend Canadian money. No, nah, it's not even that. It's just we just been busy. Just been mad busy. We have been busy. I have yeah. been keeping them very busy over these yeah, last couple really of days, busy. giving them a full New York media-style experience. Where'd you guys go to? Oh, my God. Where haven't we been? Uh, <laughs> let's see. We've been to... Well, I, I don't know if the listeners care about this we went to a lot of media outlets a lot of places where you guys go for your music and entertainment we visited we chopped it up with those people we got a chance to play his music for a bunch of people everybody seems to enjoy it hot 97 uh billboard vibe uh we we've we've taken them a bunch of places and everybody is 300 the record label shout out to them everybody seems is seems everybody's enjoyed it thoroughly yeah. So, all with all that happening, there's been no Black Panther breaks. 
I keep trying to find like an hour or two <laughs> to go get Black Panther in. We'll get it's just to not, it. It's just not happening. We'll get to it. Soon. Have you listened to the Black Panther album from Kendrick and all that stuff? Nah, I actually, I, you know what? I actually listened, I listened to it once and I didn't listen to it again. What's, what's your favorite song out of that album? Even though you listened to it once. I don't think I got a favorite song. My favorite Kendrick album is the first album. That's, oh, that's, that one? That is yeah. like, man, that's, that's a classic for me. It's Mad Kid City, right? Yeah, that one, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's the that one's really good. The, the thing about Kendrick is like every mm. album changes, so it changes, it's not like yeah. it changes themes. You know how like most artists they just stick to like one theme throughout like two or three, and then they start changing yeah, it up. Yeah. But he's been changing it like every yeah, single he's time. Yeah, he's, he's amazing at what he does. That's why he's one of the best. You think he's the goat of hip hop? Because you can make a case for that. Even like he's, the way he's, he's, one he's of the, doing. He's one of the best. That, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of goats. So Let's he's take, one of the take goats. it easy on this goat talk. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just saying. He's got like, to do, he's gotta he's do another 20 goats. years before I give him. So let's say he's he's doing what he's doing right now, album success wise. Like he just keeps producing these for great 20 themes. plus years. Yeah. Yes, I will. I will consider him in goat <laughs> status. But you you see, here's the, the funny thing about time is you can never catch people who started ahead of you. Yeah. You dig what I mean? Jay always has a 15-year head start on him, 17-year head start mm -hmm. of just pure dominance. And then even when he wasn't dominating, he's still excellent. Take Junior, for instance. Now, Junior could come out tomorrow and smash everything moving. Mm -hmm. But Usher has been out since the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Usher has been selling 10 million and millions and millions and millions and millions <laughs> and millions and millions exactly. since the 90s. Yeah. So Usher already has legendary status and because he's been doing it so long junior still has that time to go before he can start being compared which is kind of the conversations we have up here when it comes to sports right yeah mm -hmm. lebron versus mj mj versus kobe well okay it's not really that fair but we we've always said i've always said it's not really that fair of a comparison when we start talking about lebron and jordan because they played in two separate eras that really didn't don't look anything like each other. It was way rougher in Jordan's era. It was way harder for a shooting guard to do the stuff that Jordan did back then than it is now, where there's like no fouls and no hand touches and no hand checks and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why I say Kobe is closer to Mike than um, than LeBron is because Kobe played in Mike's era. Mm -hmm. Kobe yeah. comes from the era where a shooting guard is su it's super difficult to be a shooting guard. And all that other good stuff. So you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's, true. it's just I I don't I don't like to throw around goat goat <laughs> comparisons because I just feel like it's an unfair thing. Well, what yeah. about okay going going back to Black Panther? Where were you ranked this in all time superheroes, not Marvel superheroes? Period. Yeah. Superhero movies or just ranking superhero all time superhero movies? Oh, that's rough. Because. <laughs> That's we had a rough. conversation with my friend saying that um, I said that it's better than The Matrix, but I'm like, well, The Matrix is a good movie, but I just felt like film-wise, Matrix is good, but overall picture, Black Panther is much better, like, okay. just because of the impact it has. Although Matrix, you can make a case that has impact on people too. I mean, people keep saying that. Yeah, but not like the that. Matrix. Well, kind is, of, kind like, of. Yeah, socially, we live like had... in the Matrix or something. Right, right, It's right. like it's so much stuff. It's it's incredible. But I don't like, no, that's a that's a hard. For me, a... Black Panther Mar for Marvel movies is number four for me. No, I have to be biased. What's number one? The, number one for me, bias is Spider-Man: Homecoming, only because, <laughs> only because it's in Queens and okay. it actually like really was a great Spider-Man movie overall. So I, mm -hmm. I had to be biased. Like some Even of the stuff the I can relate. High school was technically in Brooklyn. I, yeah, but I can <laughs> I just I can relate so much stuff that they were when I was a kid, like in Queens. Like it's the same stuff. Like see, I'm much. from Queens and my life didn't look like that. But like the engagements, the conversations they have though, it's just okay. kind of like Queens stuff. Okay, like, no, I, okay. What, what's number two? Um, it was Civil War. 
That's a good movie. Number three. It was uh, Thor, Ragnar. Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay. I, right. I, I thought it was, it was funny and it was great at the same time. I'm not. Great. Listen, I got nothing. I got, I got no complaints. A man's <laughs> five, personal is his personal. Five was Avengers, then six is like Civil War. I mean, not Civil War. Um, Winter Soldier. No, Winter Soldier Where's Black Panther? You said number four. Yeah, number four. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. Number one would probably be the first Iron Man. See, I'm making a case too for the first Iron The first Iron Man. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Black Panther is number one for me. I'm, oh, already? Just like I'm, that? I'm BS. So you're not counting Logan? You're not counting Deadpool? You're not counting no, Guardians? Deadpool, you're not counting Deadpool might be second because it was it was wildly entertaining. Yeah. Three is probably Iron Man um, because that was a great movie. Just getting everything started. Um, and four is probably the Avengers, the first Avengers. Alright. Which is still. And then five is probably Civil War. Most of the movies are like Captain America stuff, too, if you think about it. The ones that are great movies, though. Well, yeah, because Captain America movies are basically Avengers light. Yeah. Winter like, Soldier was great. Yeah, it was yeah. great movies. Now, you have all time for me. I have to put Dark Knight number one, obviously. Well, Dark I mean, Knight. Did you see Dark Knight? Did you seen Dark Knight, right? Probably. Jesus Christ. Probably. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was really, I was never really big on comics. These artist dudes, yeah. man, they just stay in the studio. We got we to gotta start. We oh, got to switch everything around in music. To, okay, who's better, the Barge or Prince? Who's the better light-skinned guy? <laughs> who who light-skinned is better, the Barge or Prince? The answer is Prince. Prince, yeah. Prince, yeah, yeah. Is Prince. Prince is the ultimate light-skinned god. All I can say here, because I promise a lot of people what I would say about the whole stone not showing up, all I can say is that some of the powers were shown throughout the movie. If you've seen the ancestral part of it, that's mm-hmm. like they were using some of the soul power from the stone, but they didn't show the stone. And there's some also some hints where Kill, uh, Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah. His suit was like the the, the color. You can tell mm-hmm. it's based on kind of like the stone. You can make cases for that too, but... What color is the soul stone? It's is it yellow, yellow or black. Yeah, it's yellow. It's yellow? Yeah. Okay. So you can you can see it, like you can show it, you can see mm-hmm. some of the parts. So that's that's all I'm gonna say. Like I don't wanna go too deep into people gonna be like, Oh, why the stone wasn't there? And there's reasons why. It was one of them was they wanna make Black Panther a solo and engaging culturally experienced movie and secondly they didn't want to show the stone, I guess, because they want to probably show it in the Infinity War for all we know. Right. Which is probably what's going to happen. Which I'm so, pretty sure is what we all already guessed thanks yeah. to the preview. Yeah, so I want you, Junior, watch that movie when you go to watch Toronto. It as, soon as, as soon as I get back to Toronto, yeah. I'm going to watch it. The first thing you should do on your list. <laughs> yeah, watch Black yeah, Panther. Don't even unpack, man. Go with your luggage. Okay, well, the first thing I'm going to do is go to the studio and finish the record. See? Now, see, now, see, now I'm going to watch Black Panther. See, now we're talking about he's not going to see that movie for like another <laughs> speaking, week. Speaking of your music career, when did you start to actually get into like uh, you know, singing, rapping, all that well, stuff. Well, I started. I, I started to develop a passion for music around. I would say like five, six years old. Just off all the stuff I was listening to in my house. Yeah. Um, all the music I, I heard from my mom to my sisters, my two older sisters. But me, um, really getting into it as a writer, maybe in my early, my early twenties. Yeah. And then uh, just now starting to for it to like start to move within the last like few months. Yeah. What was your favorite time music listening to when you were growing up? Like specifically, like my favorite era of music. Yeah, uh, definitely in the nineties. Definitely in the nineties. That's when I fell in love with music. That's when you should. Yeah, well, that's what most people. Yeah, days. I mean that's when it was. There was some great stuff happening in the nineties. You've always compared yeah. music to, to sports too. That nineties was great in sports too, as yeah. much as it is to two thousands and then two thousand. Of course, two thousand ten. It's like it's different eras. I yeah. just think there was so much rawness happening in the world in the from, between the nineties. Sports and music, anything creative. Do you, do you think that is because people thought like the people that were in that era 
like the adults or, or and what have you thought that everything was going to come to that that whole millennium thing oh yeah the end of the world do you think thing? that do you think that played a part into no, people just acting i, I don't just, think so just, either just i don't being think themselves and just mm-hmm. letting loose i think i think because there was so much new stuff being discovered mm-hmm. and people would just had this i think okay okay here's the thing what i think drove the 90s musically sports wise mm-hmm. creatively period yeah. i think the backbone of the 90s was competition mm-hmm. it was okay. i want to be this guy i mm-hmm. want to be better than that guy gotcha. i'm going to do what i need to do mm-hmm. work hard train hard perform hard yeah. practice hard rehearse hard just like to sports be and better music. than yeah, yeah. sports same thing music entertainment, Jordan, all, all across the yeah, board you looked at you looked at this guy and was like okay that's the guy to beat mm-hmm. i'm going at him yeah. If you were in R and B at you know Usher, okay, that's the guy to beat. I'm going, I'm going at him. Like yeah. I got, I gotta go. I gotta get it that level. I don't have to diss him, mm-hmm. but I gotta get where he is. I gotta there's do a lot stuff. Of, there's a lot of dissing going on, right? In the 90s because that's that's <laughs> a lot of that's a lot of hip hop and yeah, trash yeah, talk, yeah, and there's always yeah. a competition. Yeah, now, what I think, what I think we sacrifice that for mm-hmm. is um, so many people didn't make it. Mm-hmm. trying to compete with these people. So many people were trying to compete with, let's say if you're a boxer, mm-hmm. right, you're trying to compete with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. But Floyd Mayweather has a God-given gift. Mm-hmm. You can't really beat Floyd Mayweather because he's got a God-given gift. You can train right. your head off and never get close to that God-given gift. Jay-Z has a God-given gift for rapping. Nas, God-given gift. You can't really catch those dudes like that. You can train and do as much. So I think what happened was there were so many people who were facing disappointment. We traded in competition for acceptance. Parents started getting on that. Well, my kid's a winner too. Yeah. Just because he, <laughs> and next thing you know, you got participation trophies. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You're and right. now we have the generation of the participation trophy where yeah. people feel like they deserve a reward just for trying just for or just for showing up. Just but, for being there, you get an award now, whereas before, and now everybody gets the same size award. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, if I was the guy in the room who beat the other two guys, my trophy was bigger exactly. because I did more work, I deserved it. Now, I don't have any incentive to go harder because we're all going to get the same thing. Exactly. You guys don't have any incentive to try and beat me because we're all going to get the same thing. So now you have the 2018 versions of the, that competition where people are lazy and phoning it in. They really don't have to try that hard. They really don't have to write that good. They really don't have to sing that well. They really don't have to perform that great. They really don't have to perform work on their shots. Yeah, they don't have to pull them. a Ray Allen and stay in the gym three hours before the game starts just mm-hmm. putting up shot after shot after shot to get nice. Mm-hmm. You ever see that foot that footage? Ray Allen yeah. in an empty gym yeah. with his shirt off, just shooting. Or the lights shooting. off. Yeah, or the lights off. Yeah, yeah. like lights just, off just enough shooting. for him to see. Yeah. And he's just shooting, shooting yeah. three hours before any game. Three hours. Yeah. And then he plays the game for another, what? How long is it? Two hours. Game? Another two. Yeah. Five hours altogether where the other guy only puts in like two hours and 15 minutes. Well, that's why he's one of the greatest shooters of all time, right? Practice. That, but that's yeah. how we get to that point. So when, when people start asking me like why was the 90s better, I think it was because there was a clear objective. There was a clear guy to be. Mm-hmm. There was a, there, whoever it was, whatever your objective was, I don't care what style you're on, what sport you were playing, there was a guy. Mm-hmm. Football, Joe Montana, he's the guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I gotta be better than him. Troy Aikman, whatever it was, it was yeah. always one guy. Dan Marino, basketball, Dan Marino. Yeah. Michael Jordan, basketball. 
We gotta beat him. Baseball was like Jeter. the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees. Yankees. Jeter. We Ken Griffey Jr. Them. Ken right. Griffey Jr. I gotta like be a better Jeter. home run hitter than him. Musically, Usher, Jay Z, Big Pun, Nas, uh, Biggie, Biggie Wu Tang. Like all these dudes were trying to be the guy, and it was a clear objective as to who was on top. Nelly comes out, sells mm-hmm. diamond. Mm. Jay says, only do move in units M, Pimp Juice, and us. He said, Eminem, Nelly, and us. Like, yeah. And he, he set the echelon. And everybody else had to go and get those guys. Mm-hmm. Now there's no clear guy because everybody... I mean, there 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 are clearly standouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Brown is clearly a standout talent. Mm-hmm. Um, Rap-wise... Uh, of course, Kendrick, yeah. Drake, yeah. J. Cole are clearly the Big Sean are clearly the standout A- A$AP, talents. A$AP, those guys. But but you have people who can't rap, making just as much money, claiming yeah. just as much clout, claiming just as much fame. I agree. And they they all want to be on the same level. They're like, no, I don't want him to be more famous than me, even though he's more talented than me. He yeah. can re- relate it to also the digital media world, like social media and all that stuff. Because back then they didn't have social media, so they didn't promote themselves and anything. Well, that's the playground of the of the of the entitlement trophy generation. <laughs> also, to think of it this way, like, remember a few years ago when LeBron lost, like, I think in the playoffs and the kids were like, good effort, good effort, like, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, you know, back then it used to be if you lost in the finals, they boo you exactly. like crazy and yeah, stuff like that. Nobody wanted to hear good effort. You just lost. You lost, you yeah. lost. Yeah. You, 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 did a whole, you had a whole bunch of great effort at losing. <laughs> That's what yeah. you call a losing effort. So would you, like, comp- you put it, put yourself really in the old school mentality more than, like, the new school? I, I, I'd say it's, like, old school mixed with a little bit of new school. Like, there's a fusion between the two. That's but cool. there's a lot of, like, 90s influences on my music. That's most definitely. So who's your favorite rapper out of the 90s? My favorite rapper from the 90s? I don't yeah. think anybody's asked him that. There would be rappers. So you have no, no, no clear-cut, like, oh, you listen to him more, or you like him more than anybody, anybody Honestly, else? It's, it's the mood that I'm in. Like, I, I go with the mood, right? So one day, I, from the 90s, it would be like, one day I'm listening to Jay, the next day I'm listening to Nas, next day I'm listening to Cool G Rap. Um, it, it could be anybody, you know? It's, it's a wide range. My, my, for me, it would be like Nas or something in the 90s. 2000s yeah. would be... Uh, this is a more Eminem than anything, most likely in the 2000s. Well, everybody right? did. But, I mean, me and my brother used to Eminem a lot. And when we yeah. do songs in karaoke, we just know the song. <laughs> and I don't even have to look at the lyrics. I just know you it already. You should not be admitting word. to anybody doing Eminem in karaoke. <laughs> but, <laughs> you should totally yeah. be keeping that to yourself. Mine who, was Redman. Who's your favorite so- person you like to listen to right now, though, like when you're trying to make music and you're trying to write stuff? Like who you listen to that inspires I- you to do I don't really like to lock in and listen to one specific artist because I don't want to subconsciously start to sound like that artist. So Smart. I, 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 I like sure. to filter in like different different artists and different sounds, you know what I mean? And then and and then turn it into my own, but I, I, I don't like to lock in and just listen to one thing, you know what I mean? In terms of performance, do you remember your first performance ever? My first performance probably a few years ago. What was that like? First timer? Just nervous. Nervous? Nervous, yeah. <laughs> Definitely how did you how did you calm yourself down? Like as soon as you started singing, and you started to just feel it. We. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, definitely wasn't that. I uh, guess we. Nah, just it, it, you're definitely nervous, you know, doing your first performance. Um, but just you just got to be confident in yourself. Like the people who put the show together, they want you there because they believe in you. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, you just got to boost yourself up with that confidence, and then just go out and just do what you do best. You know, perform and 
try to interact with the crowd and so on and so forth and you'll get it so in terms of like because you were born and raised in toronto born so in toronto, in, yeah. from that crowd compared to like doing it here is it different in any way yeah i believe it's different now, i've never done a show in america as yet um you ever want to do one? Oh hell yeah sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 for sure for sure, definitely. But that almost bucket, doesn't count until you <laughs> like <laughs> you gotta rock. Yeah, I have, I've never done my first show in America, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Definitely. What do you like about um, Ludacris as a rapper that inspired you? Luda, I just like the sound. Like he 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 came with a different sound, and it was just it was unique, and and I but it was relatable, and he had just an amazing flow, and his cadence and the tone, and it was just all it was something that I never heard before. Interesting. You know? Um, you know he does movies now and everything, right? You yeah. ever consider like when you have a successful career to mm-hmm. do movies and exactly. stuff like Ludacris did? Yeah, yeah. Pardon? So go ahead. No, I'm saying like if you ever consider doing like a movie Like just career, switching to movies? Yeah. Like if you have successful... Because that's what he did basically. I mean, that's what most artists do. Some of them, not all of them. Like for instance, um, mm-hmm. Ice Cube was one of them, but he's yeah. been successful doing movies now. He's just like sticking hey, man, the movie, movie business is a, is, a, is, a, is a really good business. But for me... I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna close the door on anything. You know, but I love making music. But we'll see. You never know. And now, in terms of like routine, like because mm-hmm. you know every artist has a routine of writing music and, and recording and everything. Yeah. How How is your routine like? My routine is basically I like to listen to the beat um, a few times, create different types of melodies, and then just start with the hook of the song and then just build it from that way down. Interesting. Um, tell us. Tell us about your single 2010 when you did that. 2010. Um, yeah, that was a song. I came up with the idea of how I wanted to produce the record. Yeah. I went to this producer by the name of Sauce Boy out of Toronto, and uh, we basically just put the song together. It's basically about a conversation that I had with a friend about a former love interest of his and how he wished that things could go back to the way they were in that year. I didn't want to put too much into the song, so I kind of just took the the things that I could I could put out there to the public and we just created the song I without think. blowing his friend up yeah without blowing him up <laughs> exactly the, the, the rumor is that the friend is actually him but he keeps denying <laughs> nah, it nah, he keeps, nah, saying, he keeps telling him. everybody it's not him <laughs> nah nah it's a, I believe him I, I can't speak for anybody else I believe him I don't think he would have to make anything up exactly but that's that's fine now you had a breakout song this year though yeah yeah no yeah. matter no, uh, matter, no where. matter where yeah yeah no what is it like doing that song because I listened to it and it was really good yeah yeah thank you thank you no matter where it kind of has that 90s feel that retro yeah. feel but um it's definitely like i said fused with the new school like that's how i want my sound to be like you know retro but still new school at the same time and then all over the place you know so do you have any albums you're working on right now yeah i'm working on I'm, I'm working on my project it's called transition it's coming out next month so mid to late march um about six to seven songs to ep ep length that's really good yeah so Going from now this into sports, because you know this is a sports podcast and everything, yeah. entertainment. I have to ask you: Do you watch the NBA a oh, lot? Yeah. I watch the NBA all the time. So, were you always a Toronto Raptors fan growing oh, up? Oh, born and raised Toronto Raptors. Vince Carter years. Vince Carter. Chris Bosh. Bosh. Yeah, I Bosh too. Bosh is great. Yeah. So Huge Raptors fan. Going to that Vince Carter era, yeah. did you miss any of the time where you wish you guys were like? doing more like he went to the playoffs more with Vince Carter you know he's a, he's a freak of nature I mean he's yeah I, I, I did I wish I wish we did go further but honestly everything that he did for the city and for 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 basketball for us as Canadians I, I think it was enough you know I, I think he's the greatest Raptor of all time still still more than Bosch 
if if you're if you don't say Vince is the greatest rapper of all time, then it have to be like the current guys because they're doing a lot and they've taken us very far. So it have to be like a DeRozan or a Lowry. But to me, it's still Vince. You, 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 I don't think you can put Bosh before like a DeRozan or a Lowry. I never got over the fact that um. But Bosh was great though. You had uh, Vince and T Mac at one time. Yeah, we had the same too. squad and your cousins. Too. Like that could have been one of the original dynamic yeah. duos. You talk about Penny and Shaq, yeah. and then later Kobe and Shaq. Imagine those two dudes, those two scoring animals. What did they play? The three and the four, well, or the yeah, two yeah. and the three? Two and three. The two, two and, and three. Th- yeah. You can you imagine those two dudes at the two and the three? Unstoppable. Like just rampaging through the NBA. Going alley oops. You know, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, like they would have been the original Wade and and LeBron. And LeBron. Yeah, for real. Original. Like original. They would have been Wade and LeBron. They'd have been like, what happened if Kobe in his prime and LeBron in his prime got together and, and decided to play together. Well, got, we, had some, we had some great players on, on the Raptors, man. Yeah, you guys did. Yeah, good players. And I know you guys beat the Knicks, of course, like in the exactly. early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, everybody yeah, beats the Knicks yeah. these days because yeah, they like, yeah, really, so it's like, not really saying like, much, bro. <laughs> even, even, even to do diehard Knicks fans in the room, that's not really an accomplishment. <laughs> I beat the Knicks. Yeah. I woke up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you want? So uh, I, I didn't burn my mouth eating a sandwich. I have to ask you this, because you, you saw I made All-Star Weekend and stuff like that, right? All the, the You saw the games yeah, and, and yeah, all yeah. this stuff. Um, a few years ago, the All-Star game was in Toronto. How was that yeah. whole experience like? Crazy, but cold. Very cold. It was, very, <laughs> it was actually very cold that weekend. And, like, a lot of my American friends were like, is this how cold it really is? And I'm like, no. It's, it, it is cold, but, it, like, that weekend was just ridiculously cold it was it was crazy were you in the in the game i didn't go to the all-star game but i went to the rookie challenge and yeah that's that's the only thing for the game like for the game festers i went to and then i went to like a couple events and so on and so forth you saw the dunk contest and all that stuff in there yeah yeah the dunk contest was crazy yeah that was that was was that the one with with zach levine no that was was yeah zach levine was in that one too yeah he was in it two two times in a row 15 and 16 yeah Yeah, 15 16 yeah those dunks were crazy yeah I personally think next dude won it though. What's what was his name off Orlando? Oh, um, Aaron Gordon. Oh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. He, like he he. That he sit down. That. He, he did the sit down dunk, right? Yeah. And then he did the one on Boy. the uh, that little um, circle thing spinning the around. Circle thingy. Yeah. And with the, he had the mascot spinning around. And then he and went like he just got yeah. it like that. And then ridiculous. the one sitting down. Yeah, yeah that one was down. good. <laughs> the Larry Nance one this year was actually pretty good. The double tap one, you know, because I'm you know I didn't, what, yeah, when I, I saw, see it on the replay, I'm like, yeah. you know what, this is this is like yeah, he double tapped on it, he got it, he got it off, and he double tapped again, he dunked it. That was yeah, pretty incredible. That, 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 that one was kind of cool. That was kind of. That cool. Dom and Mitchell doing the Vince Carter thing, the yeah. windmill. That was okay, I but was glad yeah. that Nance shot at his pop out. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he did cool. his he did his father's dunk. Even though I thought that dunk looks wild, uncoordinated. <laughs> it just looked like the, the his dad's dunk, the reverse yeah, with yeah. the arm. Just yeah. looks like somebody threw a chicken in the air. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just looks he looks like super goofy when he goes up to do it. Now the the one in that year though was it Curry that won three point con- three point contest that year? Has Curry won a three point? No, he's won contest? one. He's I won didn't one. know that. He's won one. I don't know if it was him or Clay that year. Yeah, one, one, of, one of those. Two. It was one of those Probably two. One yeah. of those two. Hmm. I know he didn't compete this year, but you seeing you seeing Stephen Curry the way he plays and everything. You ever yeah, see anybody shoot like that in, in ever? Nah. Yes. <laughs> Ray? Who? No. Ray Allen? No. Who? Um. Oh, Jesus. You? Uh, no. <laughs> Bro. Not his father. No. Not his father. No, no. His father not not Del Curry. Curry was a, Del Curry was a good shooter, but definitely not him. I'm talking about the guy who dismantled the 96 Bulls by himself. Uh, Reggie Miller? Mahmoud. No, Mahmoud Ra- Raul. Oh, Raul. Um, Raul. The little, little, little point, the little um, point guard. Who, who got blackballed 
<laughs> out of the NBA. No, I'm dead serious. He got yeah. blackballed out of the NBA because he was a Muslim. Oh, and he wow. went stand for the he went stand for the anthem. That's and true. um he was the first Colin Kaepernick. He went stand <laughs> he went stand for the anthem. Yeah. And they made him stand for the anthem, which is wow. why every player has to stand. So now when he would when they made him stand, he would pray. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, doing a you know, hand over the heart, he was he would stand there with everybody else, but he'd be praying, he would keep his protest going. Yeah. And they blackballed him out of the in, out of the NBA. That's crazy. So that's why a lot of people don't even know who he is. Yeah, but I, I got footage I've seen footage of him seen footage dismantling ninety six Bulls, like the, wow. the team with Jordan Pippen, like the ultimate crew. He and he ran through them. Like they weren't there to the point where when they called timeout and they went over to the uh, they went over to the bench. Mm -hmm. Jackson, their coach, was looking at them like, "Fellas, what the hell are we doing?" What's wrong with you? He didn't say a word. He was just looking at everybody's face like, "Really? Did you really just let him do that?" And he literally ran around. He pulled up from anywhere, and he was a sniper, and he literally pulled up from anywhere. You want to know who I who I thought was a real good like sniper? Um, was uh, dude off uh, Rip Hamilton? Rip Hamilton, man, I, I love, I love, I love Rip Hamilton. I didn't game. like his free throw, man. I didn't it, like his free so throw. It's so annoying. But he, <laughs> but he, he didn't stop moving. Like if if people did like if if if, if more basketball players played like that, especially the wing guys, man, it'd be crazy. Like he 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 didn't stop moving, man. Go he was check great. Raul. Are you gonna check no. check Abdul? I'm saying his name wrong. Abdul Raul. Mahmoud or something yeah. like that, or Raouf Mahmoud. Wasn't like, he just, playing in the big league? The yes, thing this year? yeah, the three yeah, on three, yeah. and he was killing it there. Yeah, he's yeah. like Silver Fox. He's all gray head out yeah. and everything, but it's a half court shot. Yeah, it's yeah. a half court, so there's no running. Exactly. So he just takes the ball, backs out a little bit. He was, he was, he was running circles around everybody in that league. Wow. Hitting shots from all over the place. He's like almost fifty, mm. and his shot has not changed. He's, it's still hair trigger and water. Yeah. It's, it, he he was the original Steph Curry, but he he was Steph Curry with Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> and it cost him his livelihood. They true. they literally got him out of the like they cut him. Yeah. He was the starting point guard. They cut him. Yeah, he was he was he was the team leader in like points, assists, and something else, and they just cut and him. He was on the what team? I want to say the Pacers. Was he on the Pacers? I want to say the Pacers. Don't don't you make check, me. You should check. Yeah, that. I'm gonna look that up. There's one player also. I mean, I, I mean, personally for you, you never see anybody shoot like Curry. But there's some no, players that compare to him. Like, um, uh, people don't for, people probably forgot about Pete Maverick, who okay. was like, yeah, circus guy. Yeah. That's handling his unbelievable. He used to do a full court pass like it was light work for him. Yeah. And before the three point line started, he actually there was a stat saying like if the three point line was actually for real, he would have shot like over a lot of threes and like 60 yeah. something percent like that's to me that's a comparison for me to curry like pete maverick kind of because he has all his ball handling and shooting yeah but you never seen anybody like that right me personally no curry is curry is phenomenal man I, I i've never seen anybody just do what he does he can dismantle any team the nuggets anytime Oh, Nuggets he played? Mm -hmm. oh, and, and yesterday he made like a half-court shot, but it was in a Clippers game. Like, literally, it looked like light work. And then he dropped 44 on the Clippers. He was like 8 of 11 from 3. So it's like, the guy still has it. Yeah. Now, have you seen a player like Kevin Durant, who's 7 feet, who, who can ball handle and do all that stuff? No, not at like Kevin Durant is special. He's literally like 7 feet, and he's like a guard. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's special, man. He, he, he's he's. He's a difference maker for sure.
crazy. He looks like forward. a better version of, of Larry Bird if Larry Bird had handles. Because yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. say, you know, Durant and Larry Bird have similar games. Yeah, like, but threes and everything. But I think Durant's way more athletic, though. And Bird's just, well, he's a great passer, too. Even his time yeah, was a exactly. great passer, yeah. No, Bird was great. One of the greatest of all time, for sure, hands down. Probably the biggest trash talk you ever meet probably yeah, if you play facts. against him. Yeah. Um, I look, love those stories about him. Wait, yeah. Remember oh, the yeah. story about him going to the three-point yeah, contest yeah. and he yeah. didn't take his sweats off? He didn't take his warm-ups off? didn't need to. He was looking around at everybody. And somebody said, what are you looking at? And yeah. he said, I'm trying to figure out which one of you guys are going to come in second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the See, old, that's like, the trash talker. That's, yeah. that's amazing to say to a, gr- a room full of grown men. Professional like, basketball I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to figure out which one of you boys is coming in second. Yeah. Can't put my finger <laughs> on it. I already know who's coming in first. Just wondering which one of you is going to be the first loser, like, right behind me. Crazy. That's dope. Now, since you watch the NBA a lot, you've probably seen now how the Cavaliers and the New Look team is kind of like now. Yeah. And, you know, the whole story heading into that was LeBron and this team yeah. and him leaving and everything. When you look at LeBron and all that drama, do you, do you just, like, feel like, oh, my God, why is that keep talking? Just play the game and stop with the whole, I need help, I need yeah, help. LeBron, LeBron's a great player, man. He's a great player. Um, but, hey, you can't do it alone. You know, you definitely need help. And I think he has the help now to make some noise within the playoffs. I mean, he's going to make some noise regardless. You know? Yeah. But I, I don't think they're getting to the finals, though. Oh, you know, who are they going to lose to? And you could be biased here if you want to say the I Raptors. Think, I think Eastern Conference Finals is going to be – Toronto versus Cleveland, and I think Raptors are going to the finals this year. In five or six, or seven. I, I think I think we're taking Cleveland out in six games. Dep- well, depends who's home in a way. Well, but I think Raptors might have probably have to play home. I think they're going to be the number one seed when the I, I believe we're, we're locking the number one seed. Yeah. Yes. Five, six games. I'd say six games then. Interesting. Let's see where Boston ends up. Are you guys are you guys afraid of Boston or are the other not teams? At all. You're not afraid of Boston, not, even not the way they're Boston, playing. No. I. You know what? I really like Miami. Miami is nice. They play hard. Like Spolster yeah, is Miami's a great coach. Yeah. Those guys play hard. Um, and the funny thing is, if they had Dion Waiters healthy, yeah. the team would have been stacked <laughs> up right now. Yeah. It would have been much Miami, better. Miami, Miami is that little, you know, that sleeper. Um, they they play hard. And I wasn't a fan of Dion Waiters either. I thought it would just be like one of those people because when I came into the league, Dion Waiters was just like, oh, I could shoot over everybody. He's great and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this guy was playing better. Now I'm like, I, you know, I give respect respect this dude. I mean, Waiters is playing great, and he was yeah. healthy. They exactly. probably would have been a different team. They got Dwayne Wade, but he's got that veteran experience. So yeah. anything can happen with that team. I think Eric Spoelstra, he's proven that he can coach. He can, and he could probably yeah. coach the year. Because one of what's crazy is I didn't think he could coach when he when it first like when he got when he got the big three together. I just thought, early, but I just thought he was riding off like, the strength of the all exactly. the talent. I thought yeah, I, I could have coached those guys. You know what I mean? But uh, he he's Warriors. a good coach, man. He's a great coach, and and those guys play hard, man. I, I I wonder if people are paying attention to the fact that when the big three first <laughs> arrived in Miami, and everybody was like, "Oh, Spolster's not really coaching, whatever, exactly. whatever." Yeah. They lost. They lost. Yeah, they yeah. tried to do it their way, just like, off just being talented, talented just being yeah. ultra Dallas. talented, and they lost. They got spanked. Mm-hmm. And then finally, yeah. and then they lost to the Spurs. And then finally, he steps in and he goes, "Okay, listen, if you listen to me, mm-hmm. we'll get it going." He's a smart coach. And then they and then they they let him coach instead of just relying purely on talent. And next thing you know. LeBron is talking about Spolster is our guy. Spolster is our coach. He's mm-hmm. the guy. He says that with every coach. I mean, he says Tyron Lewis our guy. He said that with uh, David Black. David right? Black's our guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, really, really, it's LeBron's coach and James Jones is assistant coach when he was there. Yeah. Right now, assistant coach is probably either J.R. Smith or Tristan Thompson. If, if J.R. Smith is your assistant coach, 
Yeah, LeBron. LeBron is the coach of Cleveland. He's he's the GM. He's he does. He controls yeah, everything. Yeah, but like I said, if, if LeBron, if if J. R. Smith is in any position of authority, he's got Hennessy and the Gatorade bottles, man. Like I, I don't I don't know if y'all I don't know how far he's going. I mean, man. it's just crazy looking at Cleveland. Like when he left, that town was poor. Yeah. When he came back, that town was rich. Yeah. Like he is such an influencer on that whole city. Yeah, that he makes the city basically like he's the man. Yeah, they went they went from Compton to Wakanda <laughs> easily. All they had like to do was play. show back up. Yeah, like it's incredible for well, how one player makes a difference for that yeah. city, and, and it's just like well, he's a generational player, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's yeah, not. He's, he's just not. He's just not any dude. dude. That's LeBron James, man. He's, I mean, when he had that whole conversation in Miami, it was like when he got there, it's like not one, not two, just two, and then he <laughs> lost four times in there, in there, and. He got, he, of course, he lost to the Mavericks, which is probably his most disappointing finals you've ever seen. Like, he just disappeared in that finals. But they, they, the, but the Mavericks, Mavericks were on fire that year. The Mavericks were on fire. And they Jason played They were, really but LeBron was actually like a triple-double and they still lost, but he was averaging like that Jason but Kidd triple-double. But, but it was about, but it was only about LeBron. It wasn't about the team. You know what I mean? It was about yeah. LeBron. Which and, is always a mistake. And which is, yeah, exactly. And, and I thought Bosch... Had a lot, I should have a lot of credit because he yeah. sacrificed his game a lot. Yeah. And he was being professional about it. He wasn't being like a guy, oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about my stats, it's about the team and everything. And for somebody like Kevin Love, for instance, because mm-hmm. I didn't think Kevin Love should be getting blame at all. I think yeah. he's been playing. Kevin well. Love gets this, blamed for everything. He gets blamed for everything. Like, it's like Kevin Love gets blamed for everything. Everybody like, everybody hates Kevin. When yeah. Isaiah Thomas was there, he was blaming Kevin Love for everything. I'm like, dude, what? You just came into this team. You're just blaming me. What, what are you doing? You're just averaging like. Eight points on like thirty percent shooting. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I gotta play better and everything. Like, he's having like twenty ten Kevin Love before he got yeah. injured, and I think he was happy when he was injured. He's like, oh, I deal with this great. Now. now let's see what happens <laughs> now that I'm not there. Like, let's see how good you are now that I'm around. As soon as he left, the team tank. They suck. Yeah. They couldn't do anything. They were completely different. Teams. So now whose fault is it? Like, Kevin Love's not there. So now <laughs> whose fault is it? And I thought the Kyrie trade changed, changed everything. Oh, that the Kyrie trade changed everything, everything for Cleveland. I, but I didn't. You want to know what's crazy is that when that trade happened, I didn't think that it would be that it would change that much because I thought you were getting Isaiah Thomas the, from Boston. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was gonna light it up like he's been doing, and then you got the draft picks with it too. Like from was it from Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah, which is going to be high. We all know that. So I thought, and then you got, and then you got what's the the other dude that they got? Oh, uh, uh, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, which is which is nice. Yeah, you know a, what I mean, so what well, was not? They're okay. <laughs> like good. the thing was with Isaiah was that I I thought for sure they were just gonna be the same because Isaiah he's good offensively, but defensively he's just yeah, like it's a liability. We could post up on him, yeah, probably, yeah, and just like score or whatever over yeah. him or something like. It's almost embarrassing. It is. It's not. It's not like for lack of trying, but yeah. I don't know what else he can do. Yeah. Five foot. What is he? Five seven nine? or something like that. Five yeah. seven or eight. Like, I don't know what you expect him to do with like a six foot somebody mm-hmm. posting him up yeah you're making a comment he's saying playing 2k he's they can't play himself because he keeps getting blocked like, it's, just like, it's true though you play yeah. with Isaiah you get blocked if you try to drive on somebody you get blocked yeah so it's like like for him I know he has heart and everything but he just doesn't have that height even since make the case like he was like six four but, 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 but in Boston he was he, he he was lighting it up man. I he was lighting it up because was, of the system yeah Brad okay. Stevens Put an system around where say let's get defenders around this guy, a bunch of scrappers, whatever. Mm-hmm. He just does the scoring and we help him out. Kyrie Irving in this system I think is better than Isaiah was in this system because Kyrie Irving can do a lot more things 
mm-hmm. he's becoming more facilitator. Yeah. He's helping Jason Tam and Jalen Brown with their game, even though they're just like second year. And Jason Tam is first year, and he's playing like he's been in the league for like five years or something like yeah. that. And Jalen Brown's only 21. He's getting better. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart comes out. They're going to be better defensively. I mean, that guy... Is like a pesky defender. I yeah. wish the Knicks had him actually. Yeah, he's very, yeah, Marcus just, Smart is very pesky. He's just, just like he doesn't stop going after. He I just pokes up on everybody. He doesn't get called for a foul. I see him fouling. I know so he does. Many I know he does. He fouls crazy. Hand checks every. Yeah. He's constantly fouling, and he never. You can be a great defender. I could be a great defender if I can get away with fouls like that. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he's like uh, like the new school Bruce Bowen? Ooh. That's not bad at all. Bruce Bowen was uh, Bruce Bowen was dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. It was dirty. But Bowen Bowen was Bowen was dirty by today's standards. He was he was just a great defender in the nineties standards. Yeah, yeah. You dig what I mean? Like not not taking anything away from anybody, but the rules were different. Yeah, the hand check rules. Like there was a bunch of different rules. So. That's it. That's not a bad. Yeah. I kind of like that. Bowen, but I always thought Tony nice. Allen was like a Bruce Bowen kind of. Like I, well, Tony Bruce Allen, Bowen can have more than one son. Tony, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony Allen was a pesk too. Like yeah, Tony he, Allen he, I remember Kobe Bryant used to say that the best defender of your face was Tony Allen. Yeah, I remember like, when Artest was, was, oh, yeah, was a great team. Oh yeah, he was. He, was he used to bottle LeBron a lot. And yeah, he was. He was sturdy. Yeah, he was like sturdy and. Because like he's, he's strong, yeah, he's strong. <laughs> and scary. Our, yeah. Remember that dude who he fouled from behind and the dude turned around and saw it was him and automatically yeah. started copping, please? Yeah, yeah, Plus, yeah. Like, players you don't want to mess with. Like, you don't want to mess with David West. Yeah. You don't want to mess with, um, I will say, I guess, Kendrick Perkins at the time. Yeah. When he was you don't want to mess with James Johnson, too. Oh, yeah, yeah you don't want to mess with him either. <laughs> no. Like, no, those guys, David West is like he has muscles on his muscles. <laughs> like, that's how strong this you guy is. You know who looks crazy to me? Clarkson. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson? Jordan yes. Clarkson? Yeah. I saw him get into a fight once. Yeah. He's got crazy eyes. I never noticed fight, that There's no fights in the NBA. Yeah. Not, not, not no, for it's real. Just, it's just, you know, screaming. Still, and, what you going to do? What you, uh, I mean, the tough, guys, <laughs> the tough guys aren't really there. Like Westbrook and Durant, the they had a little thing, and then yeah. now it's like. I wouldn't want to fight now. Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook looks like a guy. He, he looks just, like he'll he, just he, fight he, till he dies. Exactly. He's not stopping. You have to kill him. You'd have to hit him with like those a, guys are the worst guys to fight that just don't give up. He's like, no. I'm just not gonna, I'm just gonna keep fighting you. I don't care if you're, you can you'd have killing to, me. I you'd don't have care. To like, you'd have to like punch him with a Volkswagen <laughs> to get him to like sit down and be yeah. still. It was yeah. like uh, Green and LeBron in the finals a few years ago, and when Green was like about to fight LeBron, and he called him something. I don't even. He say call him fat. I guess I don't yeah. know if LeBron got offended by that or something. Yeah. But LeBron, the disrespectful thing by walking over him, yeah. that's like the number cold thing in NBA or in yeah, basketball. Someone walks over you, that's disrespectful and everything. Yeah. So LeBron, LeBron does a lot of what I call sneak dissing. LeBron, LeBron is like Drake. Well, he's a pass a, a passive aggressive individual. He's like he's so, like Drake. He'll like sneak diss and then blame it on somebody else. <laughs> like he'll diss you, yeah. and then when you do something back, or he'll say something slick or do something crazy. And then when you do something back to him, he has a way of making it seem like it was your fault. Your like you're just picking on him because he's so great. Yeah. Drake does but he's that. Great. He's no, great. There's no Drake is great too. Yeah, like there's no getting great. around the talent of the people I'm talking about. Oh, no, for sure. It's just the fact that when they're jerks, they're jerks. Yeah. And but they have a way of making them seem like no, it's not me. It's not I'm me not a either. jerk. If yeah. Drake was in Drake in Toronto, how do people worship him? Because he must be like a god in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, well, I know so crazy. I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah, it's like about a month ago, I was driving on Lakeshore with my friend. Yeah, and we saw a Bentley, a Bentley Musang drive by, and there was like a, a black truck in front of it and a black truck behind it. 
and the Bentley had foreign license plates on it. It was like some like Dubai license plates on it, something like that. And I was like, who is that? And like my boy's like, yeah, it's probably some like Saudi uh, like prince or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I've never seen for like foreign license plates in Toronto, like mm-hmm. ever. You know, like maybe at a car show, but not like mm-hmm. driving. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, let's let's go try to catch up to the car and see who it is. And lo and behold, it was Drake. <laughs> in the, oh in, in, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, like I've never seen that. Like. He yeah, man. He's done Sounds a lot for like the city. Such man. a waste of money. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I hope the Raptors are paying for that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, but he's done. He's done a lot for the city, play. man. And he's he's really like you know he's opened up the door. Like I mean, there was there was guys who came before him. You know what I mean? And, and music, shout out the Cardinal official. Yeah, Cardi, the shot players, and Maestro, and yeah. Like let's hold on. Can we stop one time yeah. and give some love to some other Canadian excellence? Yeah. Yeah. Cardinal official was an animal on yeah. the mic. He yeah. was so nice yeah. and talented. He was before his time because that yeah. dude's those that dude's bars, the way he used to mix in the patois, like the, the mm-hmm. West Indian like dial. Yeah. Oh my god, that nice. man was a savage. He, Shout out to Cardinal awesome. official. He still is. He's a great guy. But um. But yeah, Drake just man, he he when Drake when Drake came out, it was over. And it's crazy because when he came out, I was having this conversation with my boy, and um, he's like, man, I don't know how the people are gonna receive Drake. I don't think he's gonna really like. This was like in like 08, 2008 mm-hmm. or whatever, oh nine. We still have the grassy. No, I don't think that time he was on the grassy. No, he think he just dropped like the the so far gone or, or what have you. But he was like, man, I don't think Drake is really gonna take off. I'm like, no, this guy is gone. Like, trust me, like. It's gone, you know, and we we here in 2018, and he's still yeah, the biggest artist that. in the world, if yeah. not, you know, one of them, you know. So hey, man, he's he's shout out. Do to you him. believe that Drake and Rihanna had a thing, or that's just like a, a whole friend zone? <laughs> I, I, he's friend zone. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause I, he looks like he's been friend zone most of the people. He he, those are the the women that he goes across. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know about people's personal life. I don't know. <laughs> shout out to him if he has, but I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> You, do you are you a fan also of the whole Drake night and when the Raptors play? Because you know one person who wasn't a fan was Kevin Durant and he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't I give heard, a damn about Drake I night. Heard, yeah, I heard the comment. I mean, it's cool. I mean, look, he's he's done so much for the city. I mean, he's he's now working with with the Raptors, which is which is sidebar is a dream of mine too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you know, shout out to Drake man. He's done he's done a lot of great things for the city, and the Drake night is is a way that they celebrate him. And hey, I mean. He's driving down Lakeshore in a Bentley Musang with foreign plates. I mean, he did, he, the Raptors should celebrate that, I guess. <laughs> uh, your prediction, Toronto Raptors right now, they're like number one seed. Yeah. You see them finishing number one seed, and you see them being that team that could possibly challenge the Warriors if they make the finals? Man, challenge the Warriors the is... Big four. It, it, challenge the Warriors is crazy, but I do honestly wholeheartedly believe that we're going to make it to the NBA Finals this year. I think Cleveland, there's a lot going on there, and I know they were hot, and, you know, they, they yeah. got the, they had the trade, and, they you know, they're winning, and everybody in America is talking about them, and it's cool, and nobody talks about us, the Raptors. Well, because but... <laughs> you guys have been getting smacked every time by Cleveland all the time, so it's like yeah, but the, thing the is, respect isn't there yet, but if they do beat them, then you're going to see the but respect the thing, come But what I know is so crazy is that Houston, like for the last couple of years, has been losing in the playoffs too. They haven't made yeah, it to the finals. That's true. It's the same thing. But, that's when, you turn, not, but not, when you turn on yeah. ESPN, they talk about Houston like, oh, Houston is Houston is gonna Houston Which is, is like, gonna upset. I was never a fan of them. Yeah. You know, so it's like, but then when it gets to the Raptors, it's like, oh well, the Raptors keep losing to Cleveland, but Houston's been losing to Golden State. They've been to other teams too. And other teams too. Like last I mean? year, James Harden was no. I don't even know who yeah. he was when in the Spurs game he exactly. just disappeared. 
Exactly. So, you know, we don't we don't get our credit, but that's cool. You know, we're you'll see us in the NBA finals. I could see Toronto and Houston in the finals. Yeah, I could see them in the West in the conference finals, both of them, and they beat the top team. I could see both of them face each other. Houston is playing good. Shout out to them. They're they're playing really well. Houston is playing lights but man, out. Great. The, like the Warriors are scary. Like to be, I'm gonna be totally honest. When we get to the NBA Finals, because I'm speaking into existence, I know yeah. it's going to happen. I don't even know if we can beat the Warriors. Like, I'm being honest, and I'm a diehard Raptors fan. The Warriors are just a different type of animal. Well, Curry and, and Durant. And yeah. It's like Durant <laughs> made them just like an unstoppable team. Yeah. When they click on all cylinders like, like that. They have so much weapons. But the thing is, their bench is not like, good. there's a big yeah. drop-off when they get to the bench. Whereas for us... Like our bench is crazy. Much like more the Raptors deeper. bench yeah. is deep. I saw that when more. I saw that Cleveland game when they destroy him like yeah. that. That it's not like I, the thing was surprised me about that game because mm-hmm. you guys have always been good talented, talentedly with DeRozan and Kyle mm-hmm. Lowry. Yeah. <clears throat> but like Dwayne Casey changed the whole system of that team. Yeah. They become more of a ball movement yeah. and everybody touches the ball. That's what surprised me that game. Like yeah. they they destroy him by moving the ball. They didn't destroy him by like pure yeah. talent or anything. Yeah, it's so, just moving the ball. And yeah, they just all clicking and gelling, man. That be- that that Raptors bench is crazy, man. Shout out to them. They're they're they are. Is there crazy. anything that that is like making you pause with the Raptors, saying like, oh, is there like a weakness on the team or anything that's stopping them from like beating the Cleveland Cavaliers and going to the finals? I don't see any weakness right now. Sometimes you have a drop off by DeRoz- DeRozan and Lowry. Sometimes I mean, you know, they're they're human and they get tired yeah. and so on and so forth. But the, the the bench just picks it right back up. Like that that bench is a spark plug. So. Um, DeRozan's a, a beast in the mid-range game. Yeah, he DeRozan's a mid-range assassin. Man. He's a fact. In 2K, every time I face DeRozan, this man has the most unstoppable moves I've ever seen. Yo, like, I'm all over. He still makes the shot. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, yeah. this guy, he never misses from mid-range. What is he ranked? He's, like, a 90 right now in the yeah, game. But his 90, mid-range... 90, no, 90, like, 90 overall, yeah. yeah. But, like, oh. his mid-range... It's unstoppable. You yeah. can't guard it. Like he yeah. makes everything. Yeah. It's like I don't know what he's supposed to do. Yeah, like for like like I'm gonna be totally honest here. In 2K, I use Cleveland because <laughs> LeBron <laughs> is just unstoppable. LeBron uses Cleveland. But when too. I face my younger Raptors. brother, he uses the Raptors. Yeah, and he kills me with DeRozan because like, of he, the mid range game. He, no, but he not only with the mid range game. He's playing with DeRozan like how I play with LeBron. Like he's <laughs> dunking on me. Like yeah, he's unstoppable with DeRozan. And he's like I a modern day Kobe. Yeah, of mid range. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, like, that's what he is. Like he's Kobe literally. Light. That's what I call the Rosen. Kobe Light, Kobe Two Point He has the moves light. and everything, and the step backs, yeah. and the and the, yeah. the the spin away, fade away, and everything. Like it's incredible. Like guy's unbelievable in the game. <laughs> I mean, LeBron plays two K too because now he's probably seeing with Cleveland trying to do moves. And, well, how, how, tall is, how tall is the Rosen? He's six six seven. Six six seven. He's six seven, yeah. I, that. I mean, that's tall, but yeah, yeah, yeah. small four. He plays shooting guard, small four. I think it's best position though, small four. Yeah. But though his three point shot improved, so he can now start being shooting guard now. Yeah, he should yeah. shoot the ball and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what was missing for his game, really. Like if yeah, he just shot three, three more, he's he's completely now he's game. Hit, he now he's hitting that three point shot. So <laughs> the only thing that concerns me about Raptors really is Kyle Lowry because I remember a few years ago in the postseason he's been struggling a lot, and I don't know if yeah. it was because he was nervous or whatever, but. I know they made to the Eastern Conference Finals once, and they made to the second round. And they got smacked by Cleveland. But like, if he's on his game, mm-hmm. I think that gives them a better chance of beating anybody else. Oh, for else. sure, for sure. He he's he's <laughs> the leader. I tell people this all the time. I think Lowry is the leader of the Raptors. Not the Rosen. The Rosen is the best player. Yeah. But Lowry is the leader. You know what I mean? They they go as he goes. You know what I mean? So he definitely needs to be on his game, and um, he's been he's been playing good this year. His points are his points are down, but I think that's because of the the ball movement, the way they're yeah, you see, the ball. yeah, like, yeah. They, 
I think I think every there's I can't I don't know the, the specific stat, but it's like it's like the first team since like nineteen ninety something where like you got like nine guys averaging over six points or something like that. It's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jo- Jones Valachuas. He's another guy. Yeah, he, I think he's like the X factor for them because yeah, he is a beast. averages like. 15 or 20 and 10 or something like that and he gives you that scoring that third option or you yeah. course you have Ibaka too you have to bench but if he gives you that consistent option yeah. I think that gives him another level too yeah Valanciunas is he, he he flies under the radar with people but no, I love Valanciunas he's great I think he's been underrated if anything at the same yeah he does he definitely flies under the radar but um, he's great he's great I love Valanciunas yeah, so I'm guessing if they do meet up in the finals against the Warriors, anything could happen. But, you know, people are going to pick the Warriors, of course, because yeah. they've been and, the and, and you want to know it's so crazy that and I might pick the Warriors, too. I'm just happy that we get to <laughs> listen. We, if, Toronto, if the Raptors get to the finals, that's our champion. We, we, like, we're going to celebrate. You just got to celebrate like LeBron celebrated last year. It was like, oh, you know. Yeah, we'll celebrate. Good, we get to we the get, finals, we celebrate. Anyway. I, we, could lose, we could get swept by the Warriors in the finals. Doesn't matter to me. That's how we won the championship. Now, if you guys face, let's say Houston, because let's say Houston upsets the Warriors, you yeah. have a better chance. I think we, I think we match up better against Houston, yeah, than, than the Warriors. Well, the, the, let's see, the Rose and Harden cancel off each other. Yeah, Larry and Paul, Larry and Paul cancel, cancel off each yeah. other. Valanciunas, Capella, I think Valanciunas has a better advantage, yeah. just skill wise. Yeah. The bench is good as much as the right though. Houston's bench. Houston bench is solid too. Yeah, and they, they <laughs> added Joe Johnson now, so I don't yeah. know how that's gonna be in the mix now. That's yeah, crazy. I, I was wishing that we got Joe Johnson off the bench. That's a. That's he used to play with Anthony too. In yeah, the, no, and, years, and, yeah. And the, which is which is my point. You know, yeah. Anthony has a, a <clears throat> history a point. With, yeah. Point guard friendly system. Mm-hmm. And, and with Joe Johnson, guard, yeah. If you're a yeah, especially an oversized two guard who can actually actually pass shoot, the ball, he's actually yeah, good pass. pass yeah, that's 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 a. He fits right in. He's I think Dan Tony right should in. get a lot of credit as it is because he's always done well with the system when he has the right pieces. Mm-hmm. Like with the Knicks, he never had the right pieces. That's why he never really was successful. They ran him out of town here. Well, yeah. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was terrible for us because he, he was so dedicated to his system, he couldn't adjust who, to what who, he had. Who, who, so who ruined the Knicks? Dan Tony, you think, or was it Phil? No. The, the, the start of anything, as far as the Knicks is concerned, is Dolan. Dolan, the owner. Since like 2001 Everything, ever since he took over the team, everything that shakes down comes from him. Um, I don't think that, uh, I don't think D'Antoni did more damage than Jackson. I think Mm -hmm. Phil Jackson did more damage with these terrible contracts that he had us sign. Yeah, yeah, true. And and locking us up money-wise and Mm -hmm. then alienating Carmelo and Mm -hmm. depreciating him. So even when we traded him, we really didn't get a lot of good... We didn't get what we could have gotten. We didn't get value for him, yeah. Like, imagine if we would have traded him straight for... um, I heard there was a deal for him for Kawhi Leonard straight. Oh, yeah. I heard there was a deal for him for Blake Griffin straight. Keep your eye on Kawhi Leonard, too, because there's a drama in Spurs. I think the Knicks should keep an eye on that. What I'm saying is... Kawhi to come up here, man. He needs to stay do. with the Spurs. I think he'd be perfect for for the Knicks. To be I honest, think, for what we have now, he would fit in perfect. I think he would fit in perfect, but I don't know, man. Something, but part of me wants wants him to stay in San Antonio. Stay with stay with Pop. Yeah, stay with Pop. But Pop is not gonna be that long. You know, he's getting old. It's not like he's getting younger. He's getting older. Yeah, but he doesn't eventually. look bad. Like he looks the he's looked the same for like the last thirty years. Although you can see the first woman in in NBA history. To his, coach his, his, his first team, yeah. yeah. yeah so I can see that. But I think it's a beautiful too. thing when you have a player, you know, stick with a coach, you know, and and and, and ride it out, you know. So I mean, he had Dave Robinson, he had Tim Duncan, yeah, exactly. he had now Kawhi. Kawhi like, yeah. he's been successful, and the yeah. system has been working for the Spurs. Yeah. So. Now, if you guys ever faced the Spurs, let's say if they were healthy, you guys think you wouldn't beat the Spurs? 
because that team. Toronto, I think I think we could beat the Spurs. Everyone should be nervous of the Spurs, though. Well, yeah, I, I respect the Spurs. Yeah, yeah, Would I, you I, be I, nervous yeah, of OKC in their big three, even though like they had spurts where they looked like they're unstoppable, and spurts like they just they don't belong. The yeah, I mean they, they they're they're a good team, and um, but the way we're clicking right now, yeah, I think we are hard to beat. Bro. We're, we're, I think Raptors we're hard to very, beat. Very right hard now. to beat. The way we're clicking right now and the way we're rolling. Have they faced the Warriors yet? The Raptors? We faced the Warriors and we we gave them a run both times. Yeah, I remember both those games. Game, yeah, I remember those games. Times. Yeah. We actually, it's not that we match up well against the Warriors. I think the, the, the thing with the Raptors, I think for the big games they get up. You know what I mean? They get yeah. up for those games and they play hard. Oh, the Rosen does. Yeah, the Rosen yeah. does. And, and but if and they don't think does, it's a good, yeah, like, they they play yeah, under, the, they'll get they'll get beat. Yeah, for the lesser teams, like for for the we play like we play to like we just play down to the competition. You know what I mean? And Which and that's one good. that's okay. If, if if you want one weakness, I think that's what it is. I think we gotta we gotta get up for every game. It doesn't matter if the team is ten and thirty. Or if they are, you know, thirty and ten, you know what I mean. Like Washington Wizards, they do the same thing. Like, yeah. not, I mean, they've been playing better now without John Wall. Like, yeah. Bradley Beal's been stepping up and everything. But like, Bradley Beal is a great player. Yeah, he's been he's stepping awesome. up big time. Like, they won yesterday against Cleveland. I don't know after the All Star break, but they won that game. They were down by like twelve in, mm-hmm. in the first quarter, and then they came back and won it. So yeah, like the Wizards, when they're healthy, they're a dangerous team too. I think. You guys may match up with them following mm-hmm. the second round, most likely yeah. if they advance. Yeah, and that's the thing you guys should watch out to because the Wizards, when John Wall is healthy, that guy's like a difference maker as much as LeBron is a Cleveland. The Wizards don't scare like don't they don't scare me that much. John like John Wall's a great player, Bradley Beal, great player, but the Wizards they don't scare me that much. To be honest, Miami scares me more than the Wizards. Hmm. Interesting. Those guys play hard, man. They might you, you might match up with them in the first round. And, and it's it's it's, if they it's a little scary. Seven. I think we'll come out on top, but although they, Philadelphia they, they, they is pretty talented too, but they're just starting. Philly, I don't think so. they're ready. I don't think Philly's ready. Yet. Not yet. Yeah, nah, they, they're still trusting the process. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but Joel and B when he when he plays and he's healthy, well, he's a great player, man. He's a great player. Yeah, he's a character. It. There's a ton of great players. There's like a bunch of great players. It yeah. doesn't mean the team is going to do yeah, anything. Exactly. Like Christoph Porzingis is a great player. The team doesn't. Oh yeah, we've seen that when they they wildly suck. Yeah, the big <laughs> just, the big three trash, should trash. be doing the big three as far as everybody's concerned on paper should be doing way more than they're doing in um, OKC. Yeah, for sure. However, they do have a winning record and they are pulling it together. And what I remind everybody is, it always takes time when you're pulling that kind of talent in and Paul from all like different kinds out. of play. Yeah. Now imagine him. Imagine Melo gets his shot together, and you know the, the plus you have to be able to coach that, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. not just put dope dudes on a team and just. Look what happened when Anthony Davis first got with Boogie Cousins. They yeah. were they were flopping. Yeah, it, was it was terrible. It was a nightmare. And then they were doing well. We and then they cousins, turned it around because they make adjustments as you go on. It's not. It's it's never instant. I don't know why people didn't learn from the Wade, Bosh, and LeBron thing. Those are those are three guys, three franchise players, all on one team at the same time. I don't care what you say about. Bosh, he was a franchise, <laughs> franchise level player. player. He was a franchise player. Yeah, he was actually averaging like twenty one and ten. Yeah, with the he's, he's an all star. Yeah, Wade the same yeah. thing. LeBron the same. Like not the averages, but they were all franchise, yeah, franchise players, guys. and they all had to get down on one team. And this is what it turns into. So I, I, I'm not sure how how anybody gets mad when it doesn't work out immediately. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. incredible. So I guess I'll ask you this last question then. Yeah, this is ahead. like your music career and everything. Yeah. Um, where do you see yourself like in three or five years with your music career? Uh, just continuing success, continuing on the upward trajectory um, with whatever we're doing, with all that we're doing right now. Um, yeah, and just 
Discontinuing success. So your next album is next month, right? And yeah, it's next called, month uh, is a transition. Transition. Coming out. Yeah. All right. You guys should check that out. Is it EP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be an EP. Like I said, six to seven songs. Um, you follow me on social media. All my social media is the same. From Junior, so that's F R O M J N Y R, and my website is www.jnyr. No, from Junior. Com. All right, and that's the social media account that you just said, right? Yes, sir. Instagram yes, sir. and Twitter. It's Instagram, Twitter, all, right. all the above. Yeah. All right, good to know. All right, man, that's that's today's show, guys. I hope you good enjoyed show. that. Yeah, yeah. Good, good show. Not bad. Yeah. A lot of sports talk. Got some yeah. nerd stuff in. <laughs> we avoided a lot of freaky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which I thought was surely coming with an R&B singer in here. I thought surely we were going to talk a whole bunch of debauchery. But I'll, I'll cover that the next time around. That's good stuff, though. Yeah, not bad So you, yeah. you can follow me at Morris 10. You can follow Mr. Mack here. M-R-M-E-C-C, Mr. Mack. And you can follow him. Junior. From Junior. F-R-O-M-J-N-Y-R. Yeah, follow him and also, also his new album coming out next month. Because all that. Six, seven songs, right? Yeah, six, seven songs. All right, cool. And you can listen to the latest episodes of Slam City on our channel, Club. See you next, actually in two weeks, actually. Yeah, I'll see you guys in two weeks.